Hello everyone, welcome to Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast. Hello. Scott McClary to your join as always, my good friend and co-host, Paul Brown. Hello again. Hello again. Hello again to all the people uh, listening on the Rogue Penguins podcasting feed, we're back again. Hello as again. A, if you missed last week, we're here on a regular basis now, we're here on our feed on Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast. Podcast feed available on all the same podcasting platforms you can find, Rogue Opinions, and Rogue Opinions feed as well. I did all the admin in the last episode, so we're everywhere. You can't escape us. I know. So, Jesus. Even when, even when cars zoom by. Yeah. I don't know if you heard that. But yeah, you switch over from the Rogue Opinions feed to different feed. Ah, surprise, we're still here. And a, a quick shout out to all all the people at my mother's friend's party who I, who I and you will be happy to know this, Scott, who I thoroughly informed about the podcast oh yeah I think one or two of them may have even subscribed to us hmm. you know so to the hopeful new listeners we have how you doing <laughs> how you doing uh, we don't have a, a real plan for this uh, and it's very rare that we do even the episodes we do know what we're talking about when we're doing a review we don't have a plan for the review usually either we sometimes have a plan we sometimes have a plan I have notes depends how much of the notes I get out <laughs> Uh, I got quite a few of my notes last week. Listen, well, that show isn't really a notes type of show, is it? No, and we can't always have notes-based shows, but... So, let, let's start with one thing. Scott, you have some fantabulous news. I do. Tell us of your fantabulous news, which made you buy some cider. Yeah, we're sitting here enjoying some uh, some libations, some... Uh, some, some nice, strong, low dark fruits. Yes, despite Paul uh, saying that he was, was trying not to drink so much straight at the minute... Well, uh, I, I hardly think a couple of ciders is drinking as such. That's just, you know, well, normal I, well, in Scotland. Well, well, I didn't want to drink by myself because I was so happy. and I, That's why I bought the, the drinks. Oh. Okay, I'll break out the bourbon. <laughs> Look at that. See, he said he was only going to have one. That's the second he's opening. <laughs> yep. A lovely sound for you ASMR people. Oh, wait, wait. Ah. Oh, you, you hearing that? There we go. I'm just drinking it straight out of the can, like a barbarian. You're not a barbarian, Scott. I just like to drink it out of a glass. I'm weird. Because it's I red, know. you like to pretend it's wine and make yourself feel like Fraser. Oh, God, you, made, you just made me remember the line from Interview with a Vampire. I've never seen Interview with a Vampire, so tell me of this line. Oh, well, Brad Pitt's a kind of pussy vampire. It's sad about the fact he's a vampire. Uh-huh. Brad, uh, Tom Cruise is a cool-ass vampire who is not sad in the slightest about the fact he's a vampire. He bites the chick on the wrist... And pours her blood into a wine glass. Hmm. And then turns around to Brad Pitt and goes, For you, Louis. We'll <laughs> pretend it's wine. <laughs> that is pretty funny. That's, I, think, I like to think if you were a vampire, that's the kind of thing yeah. you would do. Well, I, I like the bit also before it where he throws the chick into a coffin and he opens up the lid and she, he, she's like, It's a coffin! It's a coffin! He's like, Coffin? Well, so it is. You must be dead. <laughs> he's like, Enjoy it, my love. Most people never get to know what it feels like. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I, I bought some drinks because I got some good news from my work. I was, I don't want to get too into it, I was only on a temporary kind of thing because I'd been trying to find work for quite a while. You you had a temp job, as the Americans say. Yeah. I think I got paid more than your average American temp does when I look at it. But I, I do not know the wage bracket of American temps, but I'm pretty sure it's all. I have a feeling maybe a little less than what I, what I got because it was enough for, for me to get by. And. Basically, the whole thing was, I don't want to get into the whole thing about contracts and everything, but I've been recently signed on the agreed to care thing, which is basically a two-year kind of deal 
where I basically I'll basically say I'm more full time employment. See you running down the street with your sire going, I have a contract. <laughs> basically, I'm now being kept on with my employee current employer's full time, which I'm very happy about because that still means regular money for me. Well, Scott, I will I will toast you. I'm very happy you. for you. Thank you. So you know, I, I just you know I don't want to be skint anymore. I don't want to go back to being you know on the job hunt. Because that, that's just depressing. I don't want to go back. You can't make me go back. <laughs> because it, it's just depressing. Uh, like, looking for jobs, constantly filling out the same applications, the same questions over and over again mm. and everything. And interviews. I can't handle another job interview. I, was a, I, was a, I mean, I'd have, I had worse interviews than when I interviewed for the job I have now. Yeah. But I've also done better, I think, in interviews and for jobs that I haven't gotten. Yeah, and so, I, and so oh. even I was even I was surprised I got this job. So I don't want to have to try and go out and put on that. Oh yes, you should hire me because I'm good at this thing yeah. and all that. I I hate that. I've had interviews with that in the past where you you get. I had one for Asda many mm-hmm. months ago, where we done that that whole you know group interview, and then if you're good enough, you get to the one on one interview. I went through the group interview crap. It was really fucking silly, if you ask me. I got to the one-on-one interview, mm-hmm. and the guy said, "Hey, you sound great for the job. You sound great. You've got good ideas. We'll call you back." Deadly fuck. <laughs> we did not call me back. I waited for that call, and I did not get that call. And I thought bastards. My brother went to when I was, I think maybe twenty twelve time up until like last year, and trust me, he, he I think even he would tell you maybe you weren't missing anything by working for that. <laughs> I, I have gotten to the, I think, the desperate stage you were at before your contract. I have gone to the, the job centre and said, I am desperate. I want work. <laughs> yeah. Put me in something. And the last time I was in seeing my job centre advisor, lovely woman, mm-hmm. give her a shout out, Rose. I know you probably don't listen to our show, but hey ho. Well, depends. Uh, have you told her about the show? I have. Hmm. I have. But I but. said, I says to her, I say, I say, I say. If you have training courses <laughs> or a, a job with training, put me into it. And I said the one thing though, put me into something that has a fucking purpose to it. Don't put me into. What I hate those things where they put you into a charity shop or something. Yeah. And at the end of it, what happens? You go back to being on the brew. Mm-hmm. I I would very much like to actually get a proper training type job where you know where you have the the possibility of employment or advancement. Mm-hmm. You know. Because I, I, I do not like having no monies. Yeah, no, it's it's horrible and everything. It, it sucks ass. And it's fair enough because I love mum, dad, and and they say, "Oh, if you need money, then let's win." That's nice of them to say, but I but still, you, but I still you don't, don't like to take it. I don't like like doing it. Yeah, you get to a stage where you feel bad. Like I've, I get it gets to a certain point where like I feel bad at this stage. Yeah, you think to yourself like maybe when I was a lot younger, yeah, it's fine to ask your parents for money, mm-hmm. but like if you do like household shit or something or birthdays or something like that but yeah. you get to a point you're like oh yeah i want i want to earn my own money damn it <laughs> i mean i turned 25 in a couple of weeks and you know the main things i asked for my birthday because I'm, I'm i'm a horrible person to get stuff for for my birthday and my christmas because unlike when you were waiting and i know i sound like an old man even though i'm turned 25 but like i remember being a kid and writing down just a massive like half a page at least list of what i wanted for christmas right and now i asked i believe for three things 
Oh, the shoes I'm wearing, by the way. My mum bought me these for my holiday, and we just said that would kind of part of my birthday because these are very nice they are walking shoes. Very nice. I got because I did a lot of walking on my holiday in Pitlocker last week, so and they're very soft. So obviously, when I walk on a big stony like path, they don't you don't feel it as much yeah. when you're wearing like regular trainers or boots or anything. See, like I, mine's are not new. I have my old Adidas's on, huh. you know, but and they're falling apart as you can see uh, yeah clearly are yeah. I, ne- I need to buy myself a new pair and I do you know I used to be not but nothing but a fucking boots guy mm-hmm. I mean I, I did not like to wear anything but boots but I I, I bought these trainers and my god they're comfy <laughs> like so I said this is quick towards my birthday so I for three things Money towards a new laptop, because I've had that for at least three years and it's starting to slow down. Yeah. Maybe because I keep having so many podcast fails saved onto it, I might be part of it. Maybe, yeah. Have you never thought about having a like a, a, a separate storage device that you can hook into it or something? Uh, maybe. But then again, even then, that serves up. That takes up certain amount of space, so after time, I need to then delete stuff and everything. And yeah. I'm just weird about deleting stuff because you never know when you might need old files later on. Oh, I'm, basically, I'm basically a podcast fail hoarder. But- like like when we become world famous and we need to go do a compilation show. Oh yeah, I, that's part of the reason I do it. If I ever want to do like a compilation show uh, at some point. But what, what do you mean? We will, Scott. We will. We will be world beaters, man. We're <laughs> going to be. We're going to be kings of podcasting. We're working on many other types of shows: Frasier, wrestling, world domination. <laughs> oh, that's a typo. Mental note: the girl knows, knows too, too much. much. <laughs> Lovely Beth Simpsons there for you. But so a new laptop, a new pair of jeans. <laughs> I haven't been brainwashed. Kill the girl. And, Kill the girl. And some new uh, Funkos. So that's why that's the kind of shit I'm asking for at this stage. Give it a couple of years, I'll be asking for fucking socks. I tell you. <laughs> well, the one thing I have asked for this particular year, because as you know, my own. You know, smartphone. Yeah, is a bit long on the tooth at cell now, and it, the battery dies a lot, and mm. it, it's very glitchy. My phone. Yeah. So I have I have asked my mother asked me what would you like for your birthday, mm-hmm. and I says to her nothing. Yeah. I said if it is possible, I would like some money, not for my birthday, but money to be saved, and then I can maybe put it towards a new phone at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Because you see, Brian. Is currently playing this game on his phone. Yeah, I don't. You may have heard of it called BitLife. Have you yeah. heard of BitLife? Can't it's like a life simulator game. I think I heard. I think he was playing it one time when we when I was up here. Yeah, we just, yeah. We weren't recording anything. We were just hanging out. I'm mild. I'm mildly obsessed with it. <laughs> like I had a version of a similar type of game on my phone. It was called SimLife. Mm-hmm. But compared to BitLife, it's not as good. I mean, it's still good. But you can't. There's not. You can't do as much on that as you can with bit mm-hmm. life, you know. And sad as it may be, I want to have a a, a decent phone so I can, you know, download games like mm-hmm. that and play them. By the time I get the new phone, that that game will probably be old hack. But I don't give a shit. I want to get the phone. I want to play that game. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of when I was mildly for all of like two seconds obsessed with playing Sims. Yeah. You know, I liked that game. That was fun. So, I mean, I see at the start, before we start, you know, getting to the kind of news and everything, like, honestly, the, the stuff happened today at time recording the thing of my job and I was happy with it, which I wasn't going to bring, you know, drink anything, but I feel like celebrating the fact. And 
I was happy to see Paul anyway, you know, to do the show and everything. Celebrate good times, come on. So, so we're just hanging out, you know, shooting the shit, or talking to you lovely people and uh, having a couple of drinks to celebrate lovely, that. Lovely, lovely people. Uh, so, but this is always going to be a kind of a shoot the shit kind of podcast because I, I, we've been planning on doing King of the Ring for a wee while and I thought, you know, it'd be good to show people what rogue opinions, uh, what we look like when we have a plan. And now this podcast is how we are 60, <laughs> 60% of the other time yeah. when we do shows. Six percent of the time, it's just this, and then the other times, it's when we have a plan, which like we did with King of the Ring, and then we and we go on for ages as we did. We did, we did, but you know what? It was great. Fucking, I personally thought that was a fantastic show because, and I don't know if you'll be surprised or impressed by this, but you really did open my eyes up to a few points. Oh, regarding how much well, of a regard- cunt Hulk Hogan is. Regarding how much of a cunt Hogan is, but regarding how much like. I, to my own detriment, undervalue. I mean, I don't believe I undervalue Bret Hart as a guy because I do think he is a little bit of a bitch at times. Yeah. He's he's just as much of a prima donna as Michaels was. He just won't cop to it. Mm-hmm. You know? But, but, I think it's just for different reasons. Yeah, but his, his, his talent in the ring and his ability to work a match... Mm-hmm. Without question. Yeah, absolutely. I've never had questions. Without and you, the way you talk about that match, that second match between him yeah. and Perfect. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Absolutely phenomenal match. Mm-hmm. But in that, I did think as well a guy that was severely undervalued by the dub. Bam bam. Oh, totally. Severely undervalued by the dub. Yeah, I think I mentioned this in the past before, but uh, I've read those Titan books. Uh, Titan Sinking for 95 Titan Shattered I believe is 97 and Titan Screwed is 97 I mentioned I think it was in, it was when we did one of the new houses I read a passage about the Syracuse incident for about Sean from the Titan Sinking book oh yeah yeah but that same book they talk about Bam Bam and uh, the mania pushing how much money they, I think he got paid like 250,000 for, for putting over LT uh, Big Lawrence Taylor but like you like you say if any of us were like you will pay a quarter of a million dollars, lose to this outsider who's never going to wrestle another match. Like, oh, fuck, I'll take that. I mean, I mean, I mean, event of WrestleMania. And then he was like, promised a significant, like, singles push and how they kind of, the, pay, the book campaigns, how they kind of almost lied to him in a way. Like, yeah. he got a main event in King of the Ring 95 where he, where he teamed with, uh, he teamed with Diesel again, I think it was Tatanka, and said, like, you may have invented easily the worst paper per view in 95, maybe one of the worst pay per views of all time. So it's not Which exactly. One was that? The one where Mabel won. Oh yeah, King Mabel. Yeah. So was, like, was poor was poor betters that had to lift that cunt. Oh Jesus Christ. And saying saying nothing mm-hmm. against Nelson Fraser, I mean, rest in peace and all that, you know. Yeah. And and I'll be honest with you, right, he wasn't the most competent guy in the ring. He was a clumsy big off who hurt a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But at times I could dig his character. You know what I mean? Like I really like to see back when the first time I seen the Ministry, mm-hmm. and the first time I seen Viscera, mm-hmm. I was like, "Holy fuck, that guy's huge and scary!" <laughs> you know, just this big, huge fucking dude with the blonde mohawk and the white eyes, and you're like, "Holy shit, he's creepy!" Yeah. And see when he used to deliver that fucking finisher he delivered, like when he delivered that well, you thought, "Oh my Christ, that guy's dead." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, when he de- delivered it, not well. It sounds he was indeed, or at least had a broken face, like the Undertaker did. Yeah, broken orbital bones. Mm-hmm. But the problem with with Nelson Fraser was that a lot of the time he wrestled 
the way Yoko wrestled in his latter years. Mm-hmm. Very clumsily, very dangerously. The thing that baffled me about the way he was presented, he also had three different gimmicks across three different runs of the WWE. Yeah, he was, it was, it was Mabel. Well, there's technically four, he's two different versions of Viscera. Like, there's Godly Viscera and Love Machine Viscera. Yeah, Ministry Viscera and the world's largest love machine. Oh, uh, God, that just put me in mind. Sorry, cut it a different not, four here, right? That's but what we do. Whilst I was at this party with my mother, I, I met a guy and you know I, and did he call himself the world class no, love machine no 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 but the way like we're you know like the way we did that there the world's largest <laughs> love machine well we got into a conversation and I, dude if you're listening I've forgotten your name <laughs> apologies we were drinking but let's do it he was really fucking cool and we we're talking away and we got on the subject uh, Frankie Boyle alright and I said I've been watching the Frankie Boyle skit where he's talking about Michael Jackson's children's hospital <laughs> you know and we kept we kept quoting that same line you know Michael Jackson's children's hospital <laughs> you know I'm I'm gonna get a whack-a-mole and stick my penis underneath <laughs> it and then you're gonna hit my penis Michael Jackson's children's <laughs> hospital I'm gonna get I'm gonna get penises and vaginas surgically implanted in my hands Michael Jackson Children's Hospital. <laughs> we just kept quoting that and gotten myself laughing. You know, like when you go when you go to like a do like that, you don't really know lots of people, but you meet a few people and you're like, "Hey, you're a cool guy. You're a yeah. cool guy." And you meet a few people, and it's just super good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'd like I, to say, that's basically how we met. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was talking about like the way like like the way you meet people. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my mother about that today and I, I lamented the fact that a lot of the time nowadays you don't get that thing. Like, when I was younger and you used to get that thing where, like, somebody would see, like, you were wearing the same band shirt as them or something and be like, hey, man, you're a fan of Maiden or you're a fan of Talca or something. And it was so similar to that. Like, when we met in college, uh-huh. we were like, you like wrestling? Uh-huh. I like wrestling. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Scott. Cool. I'm Paul. Let's hang out. And then I mentioned black books to you, like, uh, I don't know why, but you look like a guy who like black books. Do you like black books? And yeah, because I'd only discovered black books a few months earlier. I liked Fraser. Didn't know how much I loved Fraser until I went back and watched the watched the box set. And I only watched the box set after meeting you and talking to you about it. Who would have known at that point we would we would be a good few years down the line <laughs> with a podcast with a solid bro shit, man? Yeah. You know? Also, we're about at least a good 30-40% self-indulgence here. Yeah. That's and, why I should warn you about new listeners. And the fact that I'm using two different ashtrays at the moment <laughs> for no particular reason other than the fact they're there. It's nice to have a choice. It really is. <laughs> it really is nice to have a choice. How the fuck did, oh, I'll, just, I'll try to think, how the fuck did we go from Nelson Fraser to this? And well, I was just going to make a joke about the fact that you had multiple different gimmicks and why is it when he was just fat, you covered him completely up? But when he was verging on obese, you chose to put him in a singlet and just let his big man tits flap out. Oh, big daddy V. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. The world's largest love machine <laughs> in a singlet. Ugh. 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 <laughs> Moving on. Give him a hug. I'd rather not. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really wish you hadn't done that weird arm motion you were making, partly because people can't really appreciate that in an audio format. No, it's like, where, where do my hands meet? <laughs> <laughs> There's just. It's not even a back, it's just folds now. It must be somewhere under all these folds. There's like a scene in, in uh, Family Guy, they're trying to get Crystal to lose weight, he goes, it says I gained weight. 
Oh, what's that under there? And out in front of his belly, out flops Dewey. Oh, my lovox. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was other one else. Oh, yeah. So I went on holiday last week, and I walked a lot, because there's not enough to, not enough to do in Pitlocker. Was either, it nice? It's either sit in a hotel on your ass, which I did after usually a long walk, because I was usually knackered. Yeah. Going to usually overpriced shops, uh, or walk on their various trails. I, like, and I have my pedometer, so I have these stout counts, and I'm trying to like, get a certain amount, and I'm setting myself wee targets and everything. 17,000 is the most I've done in an exact day, and I could have it on that week. 17,000? Mm-hmm. That's not too bad. Yeah. Suppose I'd ever done, and then there's like, a crash in mail, tells you how many calories you're... Weirdly, though, it tells you how long you've been walking, and, but the thing, like, the counter, the timer thing only moves... When you're moving, if you stand still, you sit down, take a break, it just stops. Yeah. So it's not fully accurate. So you try and think, oh, I've been it for three hours, but I've walked for two hours, 15 minutes of that time. Yeah. That's basically how it works. And then if you st- walk in the morning, and then you go walking in the day, and you stop it, and then you go back in the afternoon and start it again, it adds on to the cumulative time of walking throughout the day, and not just that singular walk. Yeah. That's it. So the kind of thing, and plus having the dog a few months, getting the dog a few months ago, has really helped me and my mum. She's lost. So when she's been trying to get a lot healthier, you know, through walking the dog and everything. Yeah, it's ama- it's amazing how much like when you you get to a certain point, you think, "Fuck it, I'm going to try and you know, <laughs> be a bit healthier." Huh. Like I I figured like I would get healthier because you know I, as you know, I'm not the most healthy person at the best of times. Hey, so. I, I'm not either. I mean, I don't smoke or I don't drink as often, but I like drinking with you. And I, and I have a drinking related thing later on to talk about. I I believe I'm a bad influence. I'm not going to deny that. But I have a drinking related thing later on, but like you said, I'm not the healthiest person either. I think it's fizzy juices. I would look a lot better if I drank, if I drank even half of the fizzy juice I drink at the minute. It's just one of those things, isn't it? You, you drink it. I mean, I drink a shitload of fizzy juice. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to reduce my intake of what a lot. Well, I mean, you know, because I drink shitloads of fizzy juice. I'm trying to cut out, you know... Fried things a lot of the time. I'm not. I'm not buying fizzy juices regular as I used to mainly because my brother moved out. Because usually when when he and I were living in the same house, we we could go maybe a day day and a half before we had to buy another two liter bottle of juice. And that was you should look at our our recycling bin was something to behold. When we had to empty it. God, me and Brian over a course of a weekend can go through at least four two liter bottles. Jesus. Of fizzy juice. Like I can I can go three days later to buy a kit bottle juice but it's just me and myself that's drinking it. Yeah. See, Jesus, it's still there. It might be a tad flab, it's still there. Like I say, we, we drink way too much fizzy juice. We drink mm-hmm. bottles of it. The thing about getting healthier and get, basically getting a dog that really can help. And we got we have a Jack Russell's I've mentioned before, and Jack Russell's need a lot of excited to properly tire them the fuck out. <laughs> and Dexter, me. Dexter does a lot of energy, but even I think we even pushed him to his limits on this holiday. His wee tongue. Basically, I give him that we actually got some nice weather in Scotland for a change when we were out there. Yeah. And so we're going to be cells. It's really it's roasting. So you got wee Dexter puffing back his wee tongue hanging at his mouth. Shit. And he's just and he eventually get jumps up in the bed when he gets back to the hotel. He just lies, flops himself down his side and just lies there. <laughs> give him an hour, he's right back up again, but still for a wee while he's peaceful. Wee while. Never yeah, go. But God, the hotel though that we were staying in, uh, you walked in for breakfast in the morning, it's like God's waiting room. <laughs> it's a bit, I was the youngest person in that hotel by a good decade, maybe a decade and a half. Really? I, there were a lot of old people at that hotel. 
well, you know, you get that kind of thing a lot. You know, what I mean, you go to hotels, especially when you go to places like mm-hmm. Pit Lockery or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you do get that, and I, I assume well, Pit Lockery was really nice, really picturesque and shit. Oh yeah, like the, there was a waterfall we went to the day we went there seventy days, and we're walking past the path, and you could see across there was this waterfall. And we're looking awesome. at it, it was nice. I mean, there ain't anything water related, we had to hold Dexter back because Dexter loves water. Yeah. There was a stream like a mile or so back from where we were, and he jumped in for a while, and then we got him out, and he, he constantly walking in how hot it was, he dried off pretty quickly, which was nice. <laughs> but, you know, you got to eventually rain him in a wee bit. Yeah. But, yeah, it was very nice, the picturesque and everything. But, like, it's only a couple of stops on train away from Aviemore, which we've been before. I don't remember going to Avmore and seeing that many old people, so <laughs> so, I, so now I know the reason why they're all in fucking bit lockery. <laughs> That's what they all are. Originally, uh, maybe I'd come back to Friday because I was going with my friends to watch SummerSlam on Saturday. Yeah. They would come back to Sunday. But then there was a train thing going on where they were on straight on Sunday, so they came back the same day as me because they wanted. They could have got the bus, but apparently the bus didn't allow dogs for some reason. Ah. Uh. Mm. So. We all come out the same day, and we and it's at eight o'clock on the thing. But like, basically, we can get any off-peak train, so we said to get a half twelve train, which we then discovered is apparently the busiest train at that time of day in that area. And they said, "Oh, well, we've put in the word for extra carriages, but we've only got three carriages." My God, it's one of the most crammed, probably the second most crammed train I've ever been on. The first is probably the train I got on in Amsterdam, going back to the, the airport when I was last time. You lucky bastard. I was last time, and basically they crammed everybody. It was, we only got had to get on like two or three stops to the airport, but like, it was never a case of somebody opens a thing and sees, ah, I, I can wait for another train. No, everybody was just getting on and getting on. So, I tell you, you weren't, in my opinion, I'd have been, and I'd have wanted to bathe in sanitizer once I got off that train. Well, like, so we're standing, I think we're standing at the, at the very end of the last carriage on this mm. street. And there's a first class area with like a couple of tables, a couple of double seats around. Closed off, there's a guy who works for Scotland just sitting there, an older guy, and we're told, oh yeah, we need to keep that closed off for staff. Like, there's fucking old dudes sitting on wee seats here, you know, clanging on here. We're fucking clanging on with our cases, trying to keep our dog, you know, from being too anxious and everything, even mm-hmm. though we're only on to it, we had to change at Perth to get another train, which is only, again, only three carriages, but we managed to get an actual seat for that one, which is nice. But still, like, forgetting that guy. So I made the conscious decision to, as I was shaking it out, try to hold on to the thing. I just looked through the clear glass door and just made sure the guy, every time the guy looked up, he saw me just staring at him. Keenum Dagger. Just, was just staring through his soul, just like this, like, just staring right through his soul. Look at me. You can't ignore me. You know, I'm looking at you. <laughs> like me, arsehole. It's like, like the arse piece sketch in Burniston. That was like me today. You know you know how my, my opinion is on fuckheads that don't realise how to wear a mask properly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you you know I'm quite anal about that. You know, I go out, I, I constantly sanitise, I wash my hands and sanitise, mm-hmm. I wear my mask, I keep everything correct, keep my distance. Mm-hmm. I was in the shops today and seen a rotund dickhead walking around with... Well, I've seen a few of them, I guess, but I've seen one rotund fuck nugget in the middle of a shopping precinct with the mask on his fucking chin. <sighs> and I swear to fuck, I always think, what is the point of you even having that on your fucking face? Yeah. If you're not going to wear the thing properly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why don't you just, you know, fuck off and mm-hmm. stay at home? Because I swear to God, I'm really considering getting a T-shirt printed 
but it says in a black shirt and big white letters, it ain't gonna work if you wear it on your chin, cunt. <laughs> you include the cunt? You yeah, I'm exclam- gonna include... You gotta put an exclamation mark after I'm the cunt? Two. Ah, really hammer that point home. How yeah. I emphasize the cunt. It ain't gonna work if you wear it on your chin, cunt. <laughs> Do you think that would be a 